Shag Bag Show live on the radio again for another Saturday morning, live from the end of the bar at the Del Monte Golf Course in beautiful Monterey by the Bay. We are still here. We are here and we are inside and inside the grill. We thought that we would uh, be either in the pro shop, which is just packed full of stuff right now, uh, or we'd be out on the patio where it's raining. But we're inside the grill, so we're the only ones inside the grill because it's closed. But uh, luckily, I know a guy who has the key and the code. Yeah, his name's Neil Allen <laughs> here at Del Monte. It is uh, March 21st. It is show 937, 937 in a row. Not going to miss one now. So everybody was saying, you're going to do that show? Is the show going to be on? What do you mean? The show's been on 936 times in a row. We're not going to miss 937 or 938 or on and on. So we'll figure out something for next week, too. We're not quite sure yet. Good morning to our two biggest fans. Beloved Louis Terry and Puff the Wonder Dog high up on the hill on Via Gayuba, where there's tons of people. For the first time since we've owned the house for 15 years, I've ever seen walking up and down the hill. Saw Clyde Roberson, our neighbor, with his ski poles, walking up and down the hill. And and just tons of people walking up and down the hill. So I guess everyone's taking that walk. So pretty amazing, uh, pretty amazing sight to behold up there in Via Gayuba. All right. uh, Another shag bag show going on here, and we will not be stopped. That's how we are. We got uh, the guys from the Golf Mart Superstore going to join us later on. We got Neil Allen and Casey Christensen from the shop next door. Give us an update. What's happening out here at Del Monte? Where there's a, just a ton of players out here. Uh, probably because this is the last day you can play out here. So uh, I'm going to shut things down. But we'll talk to those guys a little bit later on about that. We got uh, Peter Montier from the PG Chamber, and we got our uh, special co-host Tyler Williamson from the City of Monterey. And we got you. And we got uh, lots of great sponsors, including Pebble Beach Company and Del Monte Golf Course and Grill. And a lot of, a lot of our sponsors, of course, uh, closed down for the time being. So, like the Sandbar and Grill. Hi to Craig Ling and Lynn Ling. And uh, hi to uh, Kevin and uh, his whole crew, Kevin Phillips, who I'm sure will text in a little message this morning, like he always does, from the Beach House, Lover's Point. He's also got Abilinetti and Big Fish Grill on the Wharf and the Whaling Station, Cannery Row, all those places closed down. Uh, for now, we've got uh, hi to the Jacobs Team Realtors. See them at jacobsteamhomes.com. We've got uh, Foolish Times. Magazine, Express Employment Professionals, Monterey Fish Company, and of Wharf 2. Thanks, Sal Tringali and gang for always being a big supporter of the show. And Clark A. Millard, Cypress Coast Law, Carousel Candies on the Wharf. Uh, the Monterey County Herald. Every Friday they post the, they list the guests of the Shag Bag Show for Saturday, like they did uh, for us yesterday. And uh, the Monterey Regional Airport starting in June, don't forget. Alaska Airlines offers daily nonstop service to Seattle. Hmm. <laughs> well, that's what they're going to be doing. They've also announced a second nonstop between Monterey and San Diego. And, of course, all these things that we're talking about are all kind of uh, up in the air right now, so to speak. No pun intended about the airport, but uh, uh, they are. And we're going to talk to a couple of our friends right now from... Uh, well, first of all, from the city of Monterey, welcome back, Tyler Williamson. Tyler, welcome back to the show. Uh, where are you? I can barely see you. You're way across the room this morning, but yeah. oh, there you are over there. Oh, you're waving to me. Yeah, we're doing we're the wave. We're practicing our social distancing. Yeah, we're doing the big wave. 
And uh, we got Peter Montier also here this morning from PG Chamber. Even further down the bar. Way, way down the bar. <laughs> Glad to have you both. And uh, Tyler, give us, uh, give us your two cents of what's going on. Man. Un- How is it for you? It is. Uh, it's, it's overwhelming. It um, is. Uh, you know, we're definitely in, in unknown times right now. We are trying to figure things out as we as we move along here, um, as every single family is. So uh, the state of California, as many of you know, is now um, all shelter in place, if you will. And so um, it's d- just definitely impacting our lives in a very interesting way. And, and, you know, there's people that are the most vulnerable in our community that don't have access to certain resources. So I'm hoping to spend a little bit of time perhaps during the show and sharing some um, ways that folks can get connected with some resources so they know where they can go to. Um, so it's it's tough uh, uh, for the most vulnerable, um, you know, economically for everybody. We've seen the economy start tanking here, and it's just not good for just for families, for local small businesses. So um, really sad to see what's going on. But on the positive side, um, you know, it's moments like these where you see human kindness and people really coming together and really trying to provide so the way of, of helping things out. So, I mean, I was just watching the news this morning before I came in, and I'm seeing now that the big thing is folks with 3D printers uh, trying to help make face masks for hospitals that are running out of it. So it's just these very creative things that people are doing to to really help um, with the times. And, um, you know, these um, you know, these are the moments that I cherish. I think these are the things that we need to all think about in, in trying to find a way of doing our part. So that's my my quick intro on this. And I'm sure <laughs> I'm sure there's a lot more to discuss on this as we move forward. So, and are we on? Are you on Facebook Live this morning? We are doing Facebook Live. Hey, everybody out there! <laughs> I see my aunt Bondo is there. Ivan, my partner, is there, and uh, Sarah Stolt, one of my one of my good friends. There's some other folks on there, but I love you all. Beautiful, Peter. How's it? Uh, how is it for you? And we can and we can sort of roundtable this and just put everybody in it. But Peter, what's going on in Pacific Grove? Oh, it's uh, the impact's been swift and and severe, uh, and it started the moment the uh, Slimar announcement came out uh, last week. You know what was surprising to me is when I saw this on the news, them reporting about, and saw Mo on there, Mo Amar from the chamber, uh, talking about how you guys didn't, weren't even told about this until like basically it was too late. It already happened. That's correct. Yeah. We had no warning. No one from the city had any warning. Uh, I don't think a Silomar even had any warning until they, they were told by the news, hey, we're, someone's coming over. So. And Tyler, you being in politics, how does that, how does that happen? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, it's really tough, right? Because it, the local municipalities weren't involved in that decision-making process. I know that there there was some discussions at the higher level with, within the county, um, in the state. But yeah, it, it's a little bit frustrating when there's conversations going on behind behind the scenes, and um, decision makers can't really be part of those discussions. But at the same time, you know, trying to be a team player here and recognize that, um, you know, there, there's a little bit of a way for us to do our part. So. You know, I, I definitely understand both sides, but it, it's definitely frustrating to to not be able to be part of those dialogues. Yeah, a little heads up would have been nice, just to at least prepare our, some of the stakeholders and say yeah. so we can have something coming. I mean, even yeah. if they're, they're saying it's going to happen for sure, but we want to tell you at least tell you first. I mean, it's definitely going to happen, but we're just going to tell you first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 The weekly uh, just came out with uh, with an article, kind of being critical uh, of the county and um, not really doing a, a good job of getting the word out there and letting folks know what's going on. So, you know, during these times, it's also important to be very transparent, get as much information out there as you can, um, 
because people are sitting at home and what else are they going to do except kind of consume media so make sure that you get it out there what about all those um, closures and postponements of events we had good old days coming up good old days yeah uh first time ever that it's been canceled ever as far as i know yeah <laughs> yeah or at least uh since mo's been there um which is 28 years so wow. that's unprecedented and of course it represents a huge loss in business activity for pacific grove um it certainly our budget took a hit uh from that as well but uh the impact has been broader uh, of course, we've had 10 inns close in Pacific Grove and um, 12 restaurants, and we expect um, we expect more in the coming days and, and weeks if this continues. Um, yeah, bed and breakfasts uh, were, were probably the hardest hit. All five are closed. And uh, hotels and motels, they're hanging on, but uh, a lot of them are running on reduced staff. They've had to let people go. Uh, that's true, I think, across the board for the entire county yeah. uh, in the hospitality industry. And, and so everyone is, is really, really hurting. You know, it's interesting because I've talked to a lot of business owners and it's really difficult for them. It's very emotional um, because not only are they dealing with their own personal way of handling this, but now they have to let people go. Um, which these are folks that they spend much of their day with. So now to have to let them go, um, maybe to give them an opportunity to get on, on unemployment and help uh, the balance sheets of, of the business so that can be sustainable once the recovery starts to happen. Um, I've just heard some emotional stories, people tearing up and um, it's just, it's very difficult. Yeah. And, and even during normal circumstances around here, it's, it, I've had numerous restaurant owners tell me it's really hard to find people during regular yeah. operating conditions because it's just so, it's an expensive place to live and the cost of doing business is really high. And so when you have an event like this that really just kind of wipes everybody out, I mean, uh, some of these folks are uncertain if they're going to see those staff come back after yeah. when this is all over. And I think that must just make it even more difficult uh, to continue. Yeah. So uh, I know that the city manager in Monterey has been having um, economic recovery conversations with some businesses, and, and I'm hoping that uh, the PG businesses are able to participate in those talks. But really just getting around the idea of starting the recovery now and not waiting until um, you know, all this blows over. Now, what does that mean? Um, mm -hmm. is, is a really challenging question. But, um, the fact of the matter is, is that, um, we need to start having these conversations and finding ways of working with each other. And so one of the things that many of the businesses, um, spoke to our city manager about was working with state and federal officials on trying to get some additional funding here to, to support um, small businesses in this kind of interim period. So I know that our city staff is working hard at trying to get some additional funding and getting it quickly because people are suffering now. Yeah, I mean, what what they'll need, they'll just, they need cash right. uh, to get through the next couple of weeks. Um, I saw a survey going around trying to uh, qualify Monterey County for SBA loans. I mean, that is so essential, I, I would say. And if, uh, as, if, as many business owners who can fill that out uh, and get get the word out that we we need that assistance. Yeah. Uh, the more the better. Yeah. Absolutely. I was talking to a hotelier yesterday. Uh, he's the owner of a 28 room hotel in Pacific Grove and uh, typically runs 90 95 percent occupancy during this particular week. And he's empty. Yeah. And he's filling out disaster relief forms yeah. while we were on the phone. And uh, for March, April, May, he told me he lost a hundred thousand dollars worth of business. Wow. Um, so I mean. 28 hotel rooms, that's like 2% of Pacific Grove's hotel yep. Yep. stock. Yep. So you do a bit of math, and I mean, the losses are in the millions. Well, you know, and, and there's kind of this uh, 
this really kind of uh, friction between uh, residents that live locally and and the business community oftentimes on the peninsula and you know I've tried to make it part of my goal of trying to bring those two together and it's not necessarily the easiest thing but I think again moments like these get us to recognize why we depend on each other so much totally. um, and so in the city of Monterey when we're trying to provide essential services like police and fire well a lot of the funding that we have to support these types of services comes from our main um, source of revenue which is TOT tax and when uh, these businesses are you know having 10 percent or lower occupancy which is happening in the city of monterey that's definitely going to hit our budget so um, these are things that we just need to be mindful for and make sure that we're there to support our businesses yeah i 100 percent agree now is the time to to come together and and work collaboratively to to come up with a way forward and i i couldn't agree more about coming up with um it's never too early during a crisis to start talking about how we're going to respond and bounce back once you know the worst is over. Yeah, uh, that that is uh, that's when you build the way forward. Absolutely, um, it's it's so important. So one of the things that uh, the city of Monterey is going to be considering is we lease out a lot of our spaces to um, some local small businesses, and so can we defer those payments um, in in the meantime? Um, can we eliminate those so that way we can take a little bit of the burden off? Because this is this is really impactful. I mean, uh, if you walk down, I'm sorry, you walk down Cannery Row, but I was going to say uh, the wharf. Uh, you know, it is empty. There's nobody open. I mean, it's. And then I'm imagining all of the um, supplies that they have, the food that's going to go to waste because they're not able to to cook anything. Um, it's just it's really unfortunate. So um, yeah, we absolutely need to be working together at these times. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Agree 100. Yeah. yeah. What yeah. about what about personally? How you how you feeling about it? How you doing? <sighs> yeah. Um, you know, I, I, it, it, stay with me here, but um, I, in a way, I, I'm enjoying it because it's, again, it's a challenge for us and it's kind of like taking a project that's something that's never been done before and trying to make something out of it. So it's, it's an exciting opportunity on one hand, but it's really sad. I mean, um, people are going to die from this. So, um, there's no joy or happiness from that experience um, and the economic impact of folks. I mean, again, I'm thinking about the most vulnerable people in the community. And so I'm, you know, I already get inundated a lot, have my full-time day job, and then I, I do counsel on the side, which I'm deeply passionate about. So trying to find that balance on a normal basis is, is, is a struggle. <clears throat> but now with, uh, with, with COVID-19 being a thing, um, you know, my, my, contacts have just you know expedited um greatly uh so i have a lot of folks contacting me and i'm hearing a lot of these stories and these struggles that people here locally are going through and it's just it's it kind of gets on your emotions a little bit so it's it's a challenge but luckily i have my partner ivan at home and and our dog sasha who's the cutest dog on the entire peninsula so but but and like like our dog uh I think that he went, I think he's surprised that I'm home all day. You know, he's like, every now and then he'll come down and, and, and I'll have the door closed because I'm on a conference call or something like that. And he'll open the door and I'm like, 
What are you doing in here? <laughs> so I, I was on. Uh, I was. I, I do calls around five o'clock with KRML to to do a three minute thing on giving folks an update Monday through Friday, and and so it started on Thursday. And both days, the first day, the doorbell rang and the dog started barking. I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> And then, and then yesterday, uh, you know, there's a fly swatter, and then the dog barks when they fly. So it's just, know. you know, it's 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 adjusting to this kind of new work environment. I know. <laughs> now, what about you, Peter? What's 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 happened on your daily routine? Uh, um, the chambers managed to stay open uh, because we provide, uh, uh, we support essential businesses, grocery stores, hardware stores, doctors, and and, and whatnot. But um, I mean, the town's just empty, and that's really surreal. Uh, you know, walking up and down the street and and seeing your friends and neighbors, I'm sorry, not seeing your friends and neighbors uh, on a daily basis. I mean, that's been that's been pretty odd for all of us, I think. And um, but I, I I really liked what you said. It it kind of Tyler, it kind of gives you an opportunity to come together with the folks that are closest to you and and reconnect with with your family. And you know, we're so busy every day during normal conditions that. Um, a little bit of extra togetherness is something that I think uh, we could all use and benefit from. So, yeah. Yeah. I think the social aspect of this is uh, is pretty interesting, too. I mean, if you have a family and you have folks at home, you have to deal with being around them all the time now. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's a lot of folks out there that are, are living by themselves. And so I was listening to the news um, earlier this week, and there was a guy on there talking about mindfulness. And, you know, I think it's a really important thing to to think about. Um, if you're at home by yourself, you could you could allow it to eat away at you, and and you can start to go crazy um, because we, we are social beings. Um, but he kind of described it as accept the fact that you're you're by yourself, and really just take that time for the quietness to um, appreciate those things that you really enjoy in having your own time. So you know, it's just trying to make lemons out of lemonade or however it goes so <laughs> everybody just seems to have the same question how long how long how long is this going to last what's going to happen how long i mean everyone's saying you know uh well we're going to be we're going to reopen on you know the 8th or the 9th and we're gonna, or the 17th or something like this and how do i mean we don't know of course well, the state's order, um, at, so the county's uh, shelter in place was April 8th, goes to April 8th. And, um, you know, of course, we can probably assume or expect that that's, it's, we're going to go beyond that. But then when the, when the governor came down with his order, um, that was an undetermined amount of time. So there's no end date in this right now. Um, I, I'm thinking that, and this is based off of what he was saying, I think that we're looking at at least um, the next two months here um, of going through this. So I think we have a while a while to go. We're in it for the long haul. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Want to, want to mention real quick, uh, uh, excuse me, what, uh, just want to mention real quick that we might be, well, the, the FM, uh, we're on, of course, 1460 AM and 101 FM, and uh, the FM may be interrupted by the president's news conference, which we run on the FM. Uh, Mark told me this morning to uh, just let you know that if you're listening and you want and you wonder what's happening around 8:45 sometimes it's on you know it depends depends sometimes it's not always a set time it's like 
to 9.15. Somewhere in that span of time, they usually go on with the president's press conference. So uh, we'll do that on the FM. So if that goes off, we're still on the AM. Uh, and it might not. They might not start until after 9 o'clock. So I just wanted to make you aware of that. On the Shag Bag Show for number 937 for March 21st, Dave Marzetti, our special co-host, Tyler Williamson from the City of Monterey, City Council. And we got uh, Peter Montier from PG Chamber. We're going to have Neil and uh, Casey come in here and talk to us a little bit about what's happening with Pebble Beach Company and uh, some of the, the, the shutdowns of the golf courses and the lodge and the, the whole the whole thing coming up here in just a little bit because that's going to happen today. Uh, which is our last broadcast here in the grill for a little while. We'll just do the show uh, probably outside on the patio here. So, because there's a covering, there's electricity. And one thing I really noticed, uh, just doing the show in here with just the three of us this morning, I really noticed that, uh, that the, because I listened to, uh, oh, thanks, Case. Case brought in the, uh, this just in, <laughs> brought in the, uh, the newspaper. Uh, oh, because it's got the, the, our, our ad in there with the listing of the, our guests. That's why. So, which is also kind of a funny. If you saw the listing uh, in the Herald, I sent the I sent the Herald, uh, Tyler Williamson and Peter Montier guests for the twenty first, and then for the I wrote to them. For, well, for the twenty eighth, I really don't know who's going to be on it, uh, but thanks and be well. That was like kind of my note to the person who does this, and they put that in the paper. <laughs> Positive messaging. They wanted to follow you to the T. <laughs> Your word is gospel. Because I do not know about guests for the 28th yet. Thank you and be well. Okay. But that's nice. That's nice to say, put that in there. Anyway, uh, I was going to say that the one thing I noticed about being in here with nobody in the grill here, except the three of us, uh, is that I listened to, in my left ear, the radio station... And there is a to it's a total it's such a clean signal mm. because there's none of this machinery running and none of the cash registers and all the electronics and the dishwasher behind the bar and all that stuff. There's an authenticity so, to that. So though, there's something there? to it. Yeah, yeah. So that part I like. That's the, that's probably the only thing I like. So uh, now what? What do we do? What 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 happens? Yeah. So um, you know, again, speaking to some of the folks that are most vulnerable out there and. You know, I'll, I'll try to do that piece, and then, and yeah. then later on, uh, I'll speak to um, how folks can contribute mm -hmm. and help mm -hmm. out if, mm -hmm. if they feel so fortunate. Um, but my main message in regards to those that need some access to resources is to contact two one one. It's like nine one one, but um, it's a non emergency line. It's I have never called two one one. Have you? I have Ever not. Called I have not. Um, Peter, you called it? Oh yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What happens? Um, it's a recorded line, I think, and they uh, it's into a directory, and they tell you you press a couple buttons huh. depending on what you want. Yeah. Yeah. But they, you know, from my understanding, because <laughs> I've never done it before, but um, they uh, they're they're pretty good at being able to get you to where you need to go. So connecting you to the right resources, and so looking at some of the services that they provide. Um, again, not a confidential line. Um, can give you access to food, clothing, health, dental care, mental health services, housing and utilities, job training, veterans assistance, disaster relief and recovery. So there's a lot of things during these trying times. Um, I think all of those categories um, can can apply for, for what we're going through. So again, if you or you know somebody that needs help, 
um, just let them know. Call two one one, and and they they should be able to take care of you. Wow. And Peter's called it before. And Peter's called it before. <laughs> we got a uh, text in here. Like I said before, uh, when we started the show, I thought Kevin might chime in, and he did. He says, all the best to you, Dave, and all our fellow shagbaggers. We're hunkered down, and all of our great staff members are going to be ready to get things rolling after this serious crisis. Be well. Take care of each other. Look for updates from us on Facebook. We're uh, going to very much miss our cherished regular diners, which I'm sure they will. And, uh, I know that uh, not only our diners... Got to be missed, but, uh, and of course, the influx that they bring, but, uh, the people who serve you, uh, will be, will miss their gigs. I mean, not, not just because of the money, but because it's part of their life. You know, that's like what they do, you know, yeah. the bartenders and those servers. Yeah. That's what they do. It's like, it's almost social for them. It's work, but it's almost social at the same time. Yeah. yeah you're missing out on those relationships for sure. Yeah, I'd, I'd say there's uh, a lot that folks can do. I saw an advertisement from Meals on Wheels just the other day that's saying, you know, we desperately, desperately, desperately need drivers. Um, and that's an organization that certainly helps the most vulnerable in our community, seniors uh, on fixed incomes uh, that are, are more vulnerable than ever right now. Um, you know, so I think there are volunteer opportunities out there and there are ways to pitch in when, when even in a time of crisis, uh, like this, that I think, if you can, if you can find an organization that you're comfortable and there, as there's an effort that you can put in, uh, to put that effort in, you know, every little bit counts. Yeah, there's so. there's also the Red Cross. They've been talking mm -hmm. about a great need for blood. Um, as you can imagine, folks that perhaps normally give blood aren't going in to give it, and so um, and there's definitely a need um, for blood donations too. So I would look for your local Red Cross um, services and and see if you can. Um, stop on by to to give a donation, um, and and then you know financially speaking, um, there's the COVID nineteen relief fund that's been established by the Community Foundation for Monterey County and Monterey Peninsula Foundation. So, um, if if it's just easy for you to go online and make a cash donation to support um, people that are affected by COVID nineteen here locally, you can go online and and uh, make a donation to the COVID nineteen relief fund. Absolutely. And you got to think that if, if you are, you know, one of those unfortunate folks that has been tested positive and you're under quarantine, I mean, you're alone, otherwise maybe two or three contacts with medical staff a day and for two weeks or more, that's got to be really, really isolating. Um, and uh, one thing uh, that the chamber has been doing that I would encourage other community organizations to do so much as they can is, is collect some donations and, um, you know, letters, uh, flowers, uh, games, books, things that um, can be dropped off at, at uh, local centers. We've been going to a Silomar daily with things like that. And um, that's, it's, it's hard to think about, I think, for some folks because uh, they haven't, um, most folks are just sort of reacting to, to the conditions that have been put in place. But I mean, uh, for those few that are, are, have tested positive, I mean, I think they're probably going through the worst of the worst Absolutely. and um you know it, it doesn't take much and it's just a little bit of extra compassion that you can show to people who are really suffering a lot of them are away from their families right now they haven't been uh, they're not going home because they can't um so just um showing them a little bit of love i think is, is something positive and i've seen a lot of it yeah. uh, more than um i frankly expected and that's so that's been a really pleasant and, and wonderful surprise Absolutely. the community has really come out to do that and um you know i'm sure it's uh, it's possible elsewhere too yeah so. i mean you make such a good point i mean these <laughs> folks are 
not only going through something physical, um, a, a physical disability, uh, a, a disability, um, if you will, um, but it's the emotional impact of being separated and quarantined um, and having the whole world talking about this and you are suffering from mm -hmm. it, right? So, um, yeah, they definitely need our support. Absolutely. And, and now I've, I've heard that there's we're up to seven cases mm -hmm. in, in Monterey County, So, um, and, and they say that we haven't hit the peak yet here. So um, we're trying to do what we can to flatten the curve here, but it's, we're, we're seeing an uptick. Well, all this has to help, 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 right? I mean, I mean, they do this, uh, we did it pretty early with the sort of closing things down. So, yeah. I mean, that's, if we would have just kept on keeping on, of course, I think it'd be, we'd be a lot worse off. So I'm, I'm glad, and I'm glad also that the governor said, you know, did it for the state. So, and I know that, uh, that finally New York did, and then Illinois is. So, yeah, it's the only way, unfortunately. Yeah. I just got a, a message from somebody that said, uh, just try to call 2-1-1 and it's not working. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, 2-1-1. 2-1-1, what's wrong? Keeps giving me a call failed. So, Really? Uh, Should I retract my endorsement? Well, I, and, and you know, <laughs> and, and, and I wonder if perhaps there's so many folks out there listening to us that everybody's trying to call in at the same time. 2-1-1, oh. Monterey County. For information about community okay. services, please press 4 for English. Oh, there you go. Interesting. Maybe All it was right. a. Maybe it was as soon as I said it, everybody was trying to go <laughs> in at one time. So um, it seems like it's up and running again. So it go, is ahead running. And, go ahead and try to give them a call again. Yeah. Um, yeah. Good stuff. So uh, in in both of your worlds, what's uh, I know that what's what's going on personally with you and uh, with your work, and uh, what what uh, is there. Peter, I know you're still. You guys are still open, uh, but not to visitors. I mean, some. If you call the chambers, we're staffing the place. Someone will pick up the phone, and and we're doing what work we can to get the information out. But uh, yeah, I mean, both of our offices double as visitor centers, so that function is closed. Um, but otherwise, we are here and we're available um, okay. for whatever the community and our our members need. Okay. So yes. But in Pacific Grove right now, there's really. Uh, of course, all the restaurants are shut down, but there's still to-goes. Absolutely, yeah. Um, m most restaurants, uh, we've had, we've, I mean, I, I won't downplay the impact. I mean, 12 restaurants have closed uh, for the duration of this thing, and, and I, I think a few more, we definitely expect a few more to do that. But um, a, a large number of them were able to actually respond fairly quickly. Uh, as soon as the county's order came out, one restaurant that is dine-in only, that's only ever done uh, table service, within maybe an hour they were doing to-go or delivery uh, right out of their location and um, yeah I, that was so there's things that restaurants can do um, and that 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 really impressed me I think it speaks to the resilience of folks who are mm -hmm. who are in this industry it's often said that uh, hospitality is the toughest industry to be in and I think that's totally true you know you're in it it's it's do or die right now our restaurants are hanging on but it, it is tough um, but a large number of PG restaurants are, are doing takeout and delivery and some for the first time um, so they're they're bouncing back in the okay. ways that they can. Yeah. And, and would you say that uh, almost all the hotels, inns, B and Bs are closed? Um, there are uh, 24 hotels in Pacific Grove, and 10 properties have closed thus far. Okay. Yeah. All the B and Bs are closed, but the hotels, motels, inns, they're hanging on. Okay. Yeah. All right. 
obviously go on the website for more information? Yeah, we've got, we update the website daily, pacificgrove.org, uh, and that you'll find a restaurant, uh, a list of restaurants and hotels that are operating and, and what their levels of service are, takeout to go, uh, what their hours are as well. So we're doing our best to stay on top of it and make sure that we can just give out the most accurate information possible. Well, it looks like we were talking about before the show began about the weeklies, um, mm -hmm. Uh, page that that lists the, the the local restaurants that are now doing to-go services, and it looks like they have a pretty comprehensive list there. Yeah, they do for the entire county. Yeah, 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 yeah. they do. <laughs> Peter, thank you. Thank you. We're going to let you go, and uh, you uh, have a wonderful d uh, day as much as possible. Thank you, guys. Likewise, and be well. Take yeah, your time right, getting home. Well. Don't oh, rush. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Slow. That's right. Thank you very much. We're going to get Neil and Casey on, and of course, Tyler stay with us there. Uh, it's the Shag Bag Show on Power Talk 1460 AM and 101 FM for your Saturday morning, live from Del Monte. Dave Marzetti, Tyler Williamson uh, as our co-host today, and then we've got uh, and then we got Casey and Neil from the shop next door, and we're going to... These guys, <laughs> case you sit right there, and uh, are we all far enough apart? I guess we are. Yeah. The measuring stick out here. <laughs> all right. Okay. So what's going on? Good morning, guys. Good morning. Good morning, gents. Yeah. Yeah. That's. Uh, we got golf going on. That's for I can sure. tell. Yeah. <laughs> Good yeah. weather for it, too. Yeah, you know, uh, uh, normally this chases a few more people away, but, uh, you know, the sense of urgency and uh, a lot of people showing up. Plus, the sun's breaking out now. It's it's going to be nice here in just uh, probably about 20, 30 minutes. Yeah, yeah so we, and we do have some tea times available, so... So give us a call. I mean, if today's uh, today's our last day of, of uh, golf for a yeah, little while. Yeah, let's talk so, about that for uh, those who don't know. Yeah, so it, uh, until further notice, uh, we are going to, after today, we're going to close uh, through April 17th. Uh, that may change. Uh, we don't know. But uh, right now, those are our marching orders. And um, so we're going to play golf today. Um, and at 5 p.m., we'll close the doors. And uh, the next day of scheduled golf will be April 18th. And again, uh, could change. Um, we just, uh, that's, that's where we know it right now. So, um, so come take advantage, come out and play. Uh, we're here, 373 2700. Um, you can play, you can go out until up till four o'clock. Uh, we are only sending carts out through noon. So if you like to ride, try and do it before 12 or come out, uh, come out and walk a few, uh, in the afternoon. That's right. Yeah, just come on out. So uh, we're we're up and going and and doing our best. We've got the. You'll see some uh, some changes in the shop. We're not selling any retail, um, but and we've created some great space for social distancing. So uh, yes, come on out and take advantage of it. We're doing what we can. So you know, might as well play golf today. So uh, Pebble Beach in general, you know the. Um, Basically, the the golf courses are gonna everything's shutting down. Um, they're gonna have uh, some skeleton crews to do things that have to keep going uh, with all the proper protections and whatnot. Um, so yeah, we'll we'll do what we can, uh, but the golf courses are are shutting down. Our maintenance team will. Yeah. So. So yeah, we'd we'd just love to see somebody out um, going forward. Uh, after the 18th, you can call reservations and um, you know make tea times. We won't be here in the shop to take those phone calls, uh, so just call the reservations. That uh, um, 
They actually just ring Del Monte, and it's going to ring up to the reservation. So uh, that's the best way to go forward. So what's going on with uh, with you guys? Tell us about your thoughts about all of this. Uh, you know, it, it's it's melancholy for sure. But uh, yeah, my dog loves us. <laughs> my dog thinks this is the greatest thing. He's he's getting a couple of walks a day. My garden. My wife's been home uh, from her work, and my garden has never looked better. Yeah. And uh, so, you know, there's <laughs> there's little rays of uh, of goodness that are coming out of this, and we just have to make as as best as possible. Um, and that's that's my intention, and I'm, I'm looking forward to finding the best way to do that. Don't give him too many walks, because then he's going to hate you when you get back to the yeah, uh, yeah. I don't want to set the bar too that's high. Right, that's uh, right. Uh, yeah, he's, he's like, wow, this is the greatest thing since, uh, since the other puppy that came around. Uh, so it's, it's, been, it's been good, you know, in ways. Uh, it's way different, like everybody. Um, but uh, got to make the best of it. That's, yeah. that's all I can do. And I'm looking at it from a positive. For me, personally, uh, born and raised here on the peninsula in this beautiful bubble that we live in here, you know, I, you know, I just I see this as another, you know, it's a, it's a, big, it's a big deal. Don't want to downplay it. Um, but I see it as something that we're going to get by, and, you know, it's going to be something marked in history. And um, I think, you know, we'll, we'll come out clean on the other end. So, um, but... It, uh, you know, like I said, the living here and in, in, in this area, it's it's hard to hard to wrap your arms around a, something this big um, and really understand the full scheme of it. But uh, but you know, good thoughts good thoughts ahead. Give it a month. We'll see what happens, and, and we'll and, go from there. And Casey makes a great point. You know, we're in a very fortunate place to do social distancing. We've got beaches. We've got great hiking trails Parks. we've got uh, place a lot of open space for us so we're the fortunate and um you know we just got to take advantage of that i'm mm -hmm. i'm looking forward well along with my dog of course uh, <laughs> but uh just looking forward to that i'm you know I, i'm thinking of the beach and you know i drove down the hill yesterday uh down the carmel hill and saw that beautiful ocean and it just it's inspiring so we're lucky i've got four weeks of days off that no one could call me in on a day off. <laughs> I, there's nothing to come into. There's no nothing, no crisis to fix. So Are you ready for that? I'm 100. <laughs> yeah. So you know, but you know, it'll it'll probably only last so long. That's I'm right. Really looking forward to to open the doors back up and getting back to business as usual. So, um, and and. In saying that, I I said to someone earlier, can you imagine how great this golf course is going to look? Yeah, in a I month agree. Yeah. On April 18th, I mean, if you're not scheduled for April 18th, call reservations now and book it. Yeah, or <laughs> call us. We're be, here through yeah, five o'clock. Call, call yeah. us today, uh, 18th, 19th. I mean, it's going to be uh, you know for a course to get you know basically four weeks of nothing yeah. on it. Like I was telling Chase so, earlier, it's like you know. Putting off your haircut for a month and then finally getting it, yeah. what it's going to look like. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it'll it'll be all shiny and new. Yeah, it'll be real nice. So, um, so actually, you know, too, if you if you have any, if you're scheduled for 18th, 19th, 20th, 21st, right in that area, and things don't change, and we do open on the 18th, um, if you're a tournament group contact, and 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 I'm the one that you'd be talking to, um, call me today. Uh, let's talk about what what uh, 
uh, what we're going to do, and, and and we're keeping those reservations. Um, but um, uh, certainly, emails can go through, and I'll check them when I get back. And um, hopefully, things do change, or hopefully, they stay the same, and, and we're back here on the 18th. So. Yeah, there's a lot of positive. I, what I'm noticing on the highways, the uh, social distancing speed limit has increased. <laughs> Big time. Yeah. I, Big time. I, I was doing 75 on the highway and uh, getting past quite often. So uh, yeah. I, I think the social distancing speed limit is now 85, <laughs> at least, minimum. I don't know. I uh, haven't tested the high end of it. So, so we're finding some neat things. Yeah. The uh, stop sign out in front of the pro shop, I guess that's a suggestion yeah. now. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It is. You're right. Yeah, so, so uh, yeah, all these things that we find uh, that we'll get better at, um, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. And uh, thanks for having us in, in here this morning for the Shag Bag Show. We appreciate you uh, opening the grill, even though it's closed. Uh, to the general public, but uh, I think going forward, uh, we're tr trying to figure that one out. Uh, I think maybe uh, I see my new home right out there, outside that window. Well, yeah, just step in that puddle and plug the <laughs> plug the uh, electrical in, and let's see what happens. You know? Don't remove your foot from the puddle though while you're doing it. <laughs> yes, yeah, exactly. Might look like uh, Jimi Hendrix on stage over at the uh, over at the fairgrounds and. Make sure you call me before you do that, because I want to be here. <laughs> just kidding, just kidding. Yeah, i got to keep the shows going. Yeah, I mean, this is uh, 937, and we're not going to let 938 go by. So I think what uh, maybe we can just, because uh, I know there's power right outside that window right there. I believe so. And we're we're going to work it out. And, and that's that's kind of the cool thing here in my mind. We're going to figure things out. We just keep moving and just figure it out. And it's a new norm. And it's it's four weeks that we know of. So let's let's yeah. go do it. We'll figure it out. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, but you guys know Tyler, by the way? Did you guys ever? Uh, yes, uh, through through various co-hosting duties. Right, huh? So That's good right, huh? to see you again. And yeah, likewise. Yeah, likewise. so always good. It's always an honor to come over here and, and stop by and be part of the show. You were going to uh, talk to us a little bit about what people can do uh, now or what's, uh, what's available? or Yeah, well, one of the other things that I haven't pointed out yet is that uh, AT&T and Comcast are offering free services. Um, so if you can get access to one of their public Wi-Fi hotspots, um, you, can, you can get connected for free um, during the crisis. And if you, you have bills, um, as I'm sure many of you know, as far as utilities, um, you know, there's a little bit of a break right now. So if you can't can't afford to, to pay the bills, you're not going to get charged late fees. Um, you can defer those payments. And so there's a little bit of leeway out there for folks so that we can make sure that people can get connected to the internet. We didn't realize how important it is for people to to be connected, um, but but it's critical um, to get the latest news and, and, and information that's um, being put out in regards to COVID-19 and, and for folks to know what they can do in regards to it and, and what resources are available if they need them. So um, that's one thing. Um, there's a lot, you know, I'll, I'll go political here for one second and, and I don't think that it's, um, too controversial, but, um, one of the things that, um, we, a couple of us electeds wrote a, a joint letter. So I'm part of something called the Monterey County, um, I'm sorry, the Monterey Plains, a housing coalition. And so we generally just think about, um, how we can find solutions to, to the housing, um, issues that we have, um, in our state and in here locally. And so we, we wrote a joint letter urging all the 
um, cities within the county. There's, uh, I think, 12 cities within the county um, to follow the, the county's lead in passing an ordinance to protect um, renters from eviction during this time. So there's been a lot of support from the from the business community and um, and uh, and so. Um, you know, we're really hoping that that folks can can take a stand there. What I'll say though is, and and we can look back to the last economic downturn. Um, a lot of property management companies and landlords actually um, voluntarily helped out during these times. So they they lowered the rent or they they deferred payments. Um, so many people out there are are doing the right thing because they recognize that they, we all need a play our part and and helping all of us get through this crisis um but this is really just to protect those that um are in a vulnerable position because one of the things that we look at when when we look at people getting evicted um or the need to stay healthy during this COVID-19 outbreak is if somebody ends up on the street um it's that much more difficult for you to stay hygienic and stay clean and so um really just try to find a way of keeping people in their home um, have them stay put so that we can get through the next few weeks and let's figure this out um, uh, down the road. But for now, let's try to keep people safe and healthy. I agree. Yeah, this the, it's compassion all the way around, whether it's uh, and off the political side of it, but uh, you know the the people you see on the streets, compassion of staying socially distanced, or but still a warm hello. Yeah. I mean, we're still people. We still talk to people, and and. Um, you know, you can you can have these interactions and still be responsibly um, distance. I don't I don't even know yeah. the right word. Yeah, yeah. So let's let's practice it. I'm I'm looking forward to trying. It's just weird though, isn't it? Like if if normally if you you're you're trying to encourage somebody to be friendly, it's like okay, I'm, I need to be social. I need to like hey, let me shake your hand yeah. or or give you a fist bump. And it's like oh, you know I, I actually just kind of want to stay away. But you know it's out of respect for that person as well, right? So it's. Uh, it's uh yeah there's definitely a need to 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 be respectful to others but that includes at this time being socially distant yeah the, i just I feel sorry for the italian contingent you know it's it's yeah. how hard is it not to hug dave it's uh, got to be pretty tough went to uh went to uh, unfortunately went to a funeral mass last week or was last week or the week before for dominic mineo uh, and everybody was, they were like, I mean, this was still, this was upon us, coming upon us, and all the Italians, and they were like, hey, you know, we're Italians, we had a hug. So everybody yeah. was hugging down there. Uh, of course, it wasn't as yeah. intense <laughs> as it's been the last yeah. week. So it was two, week, like two weeks ago. So, but yeah, I think that now, if it happened right now, I think that probably there would be a lot of just. I mean, look, Waving. when's the last time I wiped down the microphone to get on this radio right? show? I've Ever? Done I've done it twice, and I've just been keeping the towel in my hand. <laughs> you know, it's the new norm. It it's is, right? It is. Speaking of wipes, by the way, you know, if you haven't heard, don't flush wipes down the toilet. Yeah, that's no. not that's not the thing to do. You're no. not helping our, uh, our sanitary system by doing that. So no. just throw it in the trash can. Yeah, really. <laughs> the new norm. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Oh, you know, just thought of one thing, too. Um, back to golf, um, our Twilight League. So we're, we're right now, we were supposed to start Twilight League mid-April. Um, we'd like to, po it's going to be postponed, obviously. We'll discuss that when we get back. So um, uh, so if you're, if you were a sponsor, well, you know, in the past, we'll contact you. Uh, when you when you get back and always looking for new sponsors as well. Uh, not sure of when we'll, you know, start twilight league or 
uh, and if uh, if it, if it'll happen. But uh, we're we're certainly going to discuss that when yeah. we get back. So uh, the April fifteenth date obviously is is going to be pushed back. So uh, we'll get the word out via email and whatnot uh, if we do move forward with it uh, when we come back. So. Yeah, stay tuned. Uh, yeah, we'll we'll get back to normal as quickly as possible. Yeah. Um, you know, there might be a couple of hiccups on the way, but I think everybody understands. So let's just uh, we'll see you on the other side of this. Yes, we will. You know, I almost hate to say this, but I've never played golf before. <laughs> so, so, so this might be an opportunity. Now's your chance. This might be an opportunity. <laughs> it is a great opportunity. We'll have to make this happen at a certain point. Yes. I've had the desire for a long time. I just never had had the opportunity to get out there. This so. is a great place to do it, too. And you are an elected official, so <laughs> you need votes, right? Um, so I, I think we can have some quid pro quo. I love it. I'm down, I'm down to dabble in some quid pro quo. That's it. <laughs> I love it. Hey, when it. you guys are doing uh, carts out there today, uh, is it one per cart? or Man, Yeah, we, we, we've adjusted. So we've got a single rider policy now, and uh, we're not sending any carts out after 12, as Casey mentioned. But, uh, yeah, right now, if somebody wants to ride, and we have our Duke special going today, uh, so carts are included in the discounted price, it's single use. Um, so it's one person in. We've wiped them down before they've gone out. We sanitized them after they came in last night. We'll sanitize them again tonight. Yeah. And then they're going to sit quiet for, yeah. for a short time. But uh, the carts have been rigorously cleaned. Yeah. Uh, I mean, but you can take a cart and you can go out up till 12 yeah. o'clock. Steering wheels, keys, handles, I mean, everything and then some that you would touch has been sanitized with a wipe or some Clorox spray. Um, so very clean and and yes, one person per card. So tell you one thing: by the time this thing's over, everything's going to be really clean. Very clean. <laughs> Look at my hands. Very clean. <laughs> They're pruned. They're pruned yes. with disinfectant. Yes. That's yes. right. <laughs> yeah, I noticed my coffee kind of has that smell. To it. <laughs> like lemon. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but you know, uh, again, back to the new norms. I'm I'm happy for it. It it makes me. Uh, Makes me look forward to the next challenge. Yeah, so. Abs absolutely. Tyler, what? Uh, we're almost done here. That's but, right. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, just kind of providing some resources. The city of Monterey has uh, has a uh, COVID nineteen website, so encourage you to just uh, uh, visit our our site. We update it daily. Um, the governor has also come out with a really good website, um, www.covid19.ca.gov. Really easy, user-friendly, tells you the do's and don'ts, and then access to uh, various resources. So um, they they update that daily, and, and that's a good resource. Um, also, the city of Monterey has a daily media briefing at 11 a.m. So um, if folks want to kind of stay in the know and be able to have conversation with some of the city staff, that is available. We want to make sure that we are being transparent and getting as much information out there as possible to folks. So lots going on. Trying to think of what else we have here. Um, you know, <clears throat> one of the things I'll say here as, as a closing thing is some folks are overreacting in regards to this situation and others are underreacting. And, and I think that there's a safe in between. I think we need to take this serious, um, but you also need to take care of your health. I've talked to folks 